98.5 The Bull. Welcome into 2023. Good morning, Daniel. Tig, I uh, I can't believe we did this back in the day, and it makes me feel bad. It was a New Year. We went to a New Year's Eve party. We were in Auburn, Alabama, right outside of uh, college there. We'd just gotten done. And for some reason, I used to think it, would, it was funny to do to do annoying things. And I guess that was back in the early 2000s. Tom Green was around, jackass, things like that. It was a funny thing to do to be very annoying. Yes. And one time, Tig and I were at a New Year's Eve party at a bar. Like 100, 200 people there. A bunch of people in there. Yeah. And it was about 45 seconds before midnight. And Tig and I thought it would be funny to start the countdown early. <laughs> and so then the whole bar was in confusion. So we're yelling, 10, yeah. nine. Nine. And then I joined in. And then so it. But it was early. Right. About And not like an hour early or even two minutes early. It was just early enough to. Just be annoying. Just well, why did mess they do with that? The place. I don't know. And everybody caught on to us, like in a way that they thought that it was the new year. So we hit one, and everybody's like kissing each other, and they got those stupid champagne flutes and all that. And, uh, you know, they're carrying on like it's the new year. Me and Daniel were the only ones that knew that it was still the right. previous year. And then the other, then the real new year hits, and everybody, you know, they'd blown their moment. And I think back about how we didn't get beat up for doing that. I have no idea. There was another time where we were back at home, and uh, at the restroom at this particular bar we went to all the time, they put the light switch to the restroom outside the door. So when you're in, like, your early 20s, it is so funny to go turn the light off on somebody in the somebody restroom. Somebody goes in there, they close the door behind them, they lock the door, and then we would go turn the light off. And, you know, it's a restroom. There's no windows. It's mm-hmm. pitch black in there. You can't see where you're peeing. <laughs> I, and and we, we were going to turn that light off all the time. This might have been even before cell phones had flashlights. So getting the light turned off on you was a big deal. You're just sitting in darkness or standing in darkness, whatever you're doing. It's a big deal to get out. Well, there was a guy there that was a Major League Baseball player. He played for the Florida Mar- we Marlins. Didn't, we didn't know it at that point. Yeah, and we thought, well, that's a big guy. We'll go turn the light off on him. And we did it. And he comes out and he kind of looks around and goes back in there. And we did it again. <laughs> he comes back out. He's looking frustrated now. He didn't like it. Yeah, because we turned the lights off on this giant guy. I think we ended up doing it about five times, and by the fifth time, that guy caught on to it, and he came out there, and there were, I think, three of us standing there, me, you, and another guy, this guy named Ben. And this guy starts getting on to us, and he says, look, you do that again. He puts our finger in our faces, and he waves them down, like like all three of our faces. He goes, you do that again? I'm going to whip all your tails. And we're like, yes, sir, sorry. (laughs) Like, we didn't even, there was three of us. Then we found out he was an athlete. Maybe we could have fought him. Mm, I, you know, he he looked at me in the face. He says, "I'll beat your A mm-hmm. right here," and I accepted. I understood <laughs> what he was saying. I I was apologetic. I was like, "Sir, I'm so sorry." The guy might have been younger than me, and I'm like, "I'm sorry, sir." Like, why did we do that when we were young? I'm telling you, I think in the early 2000s, it was funny to be annoying, and I'm worried that that's coming back around with TikTok and things like that when people do these annoying things on TikTok. Yeah. Part of me is like, oh, what are y'all thinking? Like, read the room, stop doing that. But then I remember myself back in the day also trying to be annoying and not even didn't even have TikTok to capture it with. Well, Just did, like, mean things. Like, I went to a restroom once at a rest area, me and my buddy, and uh, guy's in there using the restroom. He's in a, a compromising position. He's on the toilet. And I remember going, hey, buddy, what if I was to come in there and slap you? <laughs> you just said that to a guy... Well, you know, pooping? he could, yeah, he's pooping, and I—it's not like he could jump up or anything <laughs> yeah, like that. He's, he's in a and I'd be like, hey, hey position. you in that stall? Now he can't tell, he can't see me either, so he—I don't know if my voice is intimidating <laughs> or not. Like I know it sounds like Minnie Mouse now, but back in the day, it might have sounded kind of, you know, intimidating. I'd be like, hey, you buddy, in the stall, what if I were to come in there and just slap you right in the face? <laughs> and why did I do that? And it's just what a jerk move. Well, you all, you uh, you continue to annoy people even to this day. You were talking about TikTok. You went into first class and you congratulated people on being rich. And you can see that on our TikTok page, Tiger Daniel, T I G E and Daniel. That's T I G E and Daniel on TikTok right now. Ninety-eight-five, the bull. Uh, coming up in about one hour, we've got Gary Allen tickets. It's gonna be a hard rock. Good morning, Daniel. It's ninety-eight-five, the bull. Uh, more sports stories today. Did you see that the uh, Commanders, Washington Commanders, uh, unveiled their new mascot? Yeah. So they had to do a rename of the team, and now they got a new mascot and all that. Yeah, I don't know who's in charge over there, but they should have contacted me. The new mascot is a pig called Major Tuddy. What in the <laughs> world is that? Yeah, what is that? Phonetically, to me, Tuddy 
It's Tutty. an awful sounding name. Major Tutty. Do you know, is there some historical reason why this thing is uh, named Major Tutty? What it says, it came after a lengthy selection process that allowed fans to vote. You never do that. You never let people vote because they then they <laughs> They'll get, always try to screw it up for you. Yeah. You remember over in England, they were like, you can name the fairy. And they're like, okay. Uh, then they voted for like Fairy McFairyson or whatever. Like Bodie McBoatface? Yeah. You and don't, the, and you then can't, the city had to accept it because they, they agreed that it, whatever won. You can't leave it up to the public. So. Yeah. Did you see Major Tutty? What, do you, what are your thoughts on I've Major I've never Tutty? seen Major Tutty, but it says he's a protector and a foodie. And that's a mascot of a uh, football team now. <laughs> that's silly, isn't it? I mean, uh, unless I'm, uh, I'm trying to get through history. Was there a Tutty? It is Washington. What is Tutty? That, that's what I I'm asking know. you. I'll tell you this, though. You ever have a kid, and you get excited about bringing your kid to a football game or a baseball game even, and you're like, my kid is going to enjoy meeting the mascot. Uh, kids think that's a demon. Uh, they, they hate mascots. I get uncomfortable in there, too, because um, I was at a like a radio station event once, and the Chick-fil-A cow was out there. And I don't know if you've known anybody that's ever been the Chick-fil-A cow, the mascot. You forget there's a person in there. Well, I don't. I, I kind of did. I'm a grown person. I don't, All right. But I was trying to make small talk with the cow, and nobody was around, just me and the cow. This thing wouldn't talk to me. <laughs> and I guess just, that's a rule, like you can't speak in there, but, you know, if it's just me and the thing, it seems like it could talk to me. Yeah. Like, you think, like, you know, around kids, of course, you're not going to talk. You don't want to... Give away the mystique. Right. But around a dude who's, you know, 40, seems like I could talk. And, and if we're out there for, like, 30 minutes together, you know, don't be weird. Talk to me. Don't be like a serial killer in that thing. And then there was an... I've always wondered what it is in there. Is that a man or is it a woman? You and never Chick Fil A cow. You ne well, any mascot. I yeah. was out at an event once, and there was like a Wonder Bread costume person there, and I was like, "Oh, you know what a what a loser." Uh, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the person goes and gets out of it. She looked like a model. She was gorgeous. It was a lady in there. You never, really? you know, maybe I'm a bit sexist when it comes to mascots. I always assume it's a dude in there, but sometimes it's ladies. And uh -huh. this particular lady was like this beautiful lady inside this Wonder Bread costume. Wow. She had to be in there sweating like a pig, sweating like Major Tutty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't you always, do you always assume it's a it's a dude in the uh, mascots? The, the problem with mascots to me is that there's like implied trust. Like, I like the mascot, you know, but I don't know who's in it. Like, now that I think about it, now I'm like, what if this guy, like, has a past? Well, they, I'm sure they vet you before oh, they I put hope you so. in there. But don't you always, for some reason, assume it's a gentleman inside there? I do. The, uh, yeah, probably. Why, why is that? I don't know. Well, is the Chick-fil-A cow a dude? No, that'd be a lady. That's a right. cow's a lady, right? Cows do have, yeah, utters and things like that. So that would be a lady mascot. But you're right. I always assumed it was a dude in there. Well, it's 2023, buddy. Let's try to do a little better, okay? That's a new year, new resolutions. <laughs> yeah, that's my main thing of... I want to work on this year is stop assuming it's always a dude in those things. Right. It's not. I understand. Thank you for the insight, Daniel. I feel enlightened now. Uh, again, an hour away from Gary Allen tickets. That's a fun show, isn't it? Who do you think's in better shape, you or Major Tutty? Major Tutty. <laughs> There's no question. Major Tutty year, makes people way more comfortable than Tig does. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country. Good morning. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Had some severe weather yesterday. I didn't even realize it. We were under a tornado watch. I'm going about my business, going to the grocery store. Yeah. Taking it, it was, easy. It was an ominous feeling day, though. It's kind of a strange day. You know what I'm saying? It was um, warm and misty, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's what, perfect. Why yeah. is that a funny? No, it sounds romantic, but uh, yeah, I agree. It was a sultry day, I'll say that, but it was so odd that a week or two ago it was freezing. It was frigid. Man, I'll take this, though, uh, because, I mean, we got to zero degrees. My pipes froze and all that stuff. Hey, by the way, I... My washing machine, it's in the garage, and I and I had seen other people who have their uh, washing machine in the garage. So my washing machine, like, exploded when it snowed. Your washing it, machine exploded when it snowed? Because I guess in the washing machine, it's plastic in there. So anything that froze inside the washing machine also froze, and so it, like, busted all the plastic. I turned on my washing machine, and water was coming out of the electronic part, like... <laughs> 
uh, a total disaster of it. Listen, there. see, this has got me rethinking because I went into this year and I'm like, I'm going to get a house this year. There's no doubt about it. I'm tired of uh, throwing money away in an apartment. And then I hear all these horror stories. That literally everybody has about these houses, your, all your issues you've had with your home so far. Yeah. I, I'm thinking, like, what am I doing? Why, why don't I just stay in the apartment? Well, yeah, rent, you don't build equity, but also you don't have to pay for everything that, that breaks. I'm so kind of thinking like, oh, my gosh, uh, at the end of this, I want to have this big old chunk of change after I sell my house. But really looking back on it, how much are we putting into our houses? Yeah, are you breaking even at the end because you put $30,000 in your house that went up 30000 in value? But I called this guy to fix my washing machine, like a Mr. Fix-It kind of guy. Yeah. Guy comes up, and my wife says, you're going to have to help that man. The guy is like 95 years old. And he's got his toolbox, dude, was not like one of these modern ones where it's plastic and, you know, it's got the component. It was a wooden toolbox. Like one of those old-timey, like, trays with a handle on the top of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he comes by and he fixes it. And I think, all right, well, this is cool because, um, you know, he's like an old-fashioned guy. This will cost me about 40 bucks. Uh, no, he said $260. <laughs> so See, that like, doesn't sound like a terrible. Uh, but I could have bought a repair. new washer almost for that, right? Can you crazy? What you think a washing machine's only two hundred sixty dollars? Get one. Yeah, if you had a time machine and went back to like nineteen seventy, you could probably get one. <laughs> but you get you, you get my this point. This guy was what? from nineteen hundred. You get my point. What do I want to deal with all that for? Yeah, it's not a bad thought. I mean, some people say that renting is better in a way. Now, you miss out on being able to sell the place later, but... Uh, and, a, and another, back to you talking about this guy with his uh, toolbox. You say he's about 95 years old. He got out. He's hoisting these tools around. Sweet guy. I love the guy. We just talked about this a little while ago. They don't want you watching them. They don't want you helping them. And you're thinking about going out there and trying to help the guy. After everybody that called in that worked in that industry said, hey, man, yeah, just leave us alone. Well, the guy was having trouble getting this toolbox out. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. It, well, then the guy, if he did, if he was having too much trouble, he would get himself, he'd take that $260, get him a lighter toolbox. All right. He wants those things. I did leave him alone because of you. And like, everybody normally else Normally, I would have stood out there and hung out with Mr. Fudd, but uh, in this case, I was like, I'll, I'll just leave him alone. Yes, let him finally. Do his job, You're finally and he did listening. a great job. And yeah, they don't want you messing with him. The washing machine works. But we don't have any of that trouble coming up. I see the forecast. We're hanging out kind of in the 50s for the next little while here. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and good morning, Daniel. Uh, good morning for New Year's Eve, Tig and I and his wife and son. We went and ate at Roca over there in your neighborhood. And uh, that's a, I love that place. It's a great place. Pretty good hangout place, yeah. Yeah, great happy hour and all that. And uh, at the end of the meal... Tig had ordered a beer. He didn't really like it that much. He's like, that tastes a little skunky or something like that. And so, he, you know, you were like, oh, my gosh, can we, um, this tastes a little weird. Would you mind uh, getting me something else? And uh, this lady, I guess it was her very first day on the job. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, okay, well, I'll get the manager over here. We're like, oh, no, 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 you don't need to do all <laughs> that. the manager, yeah. Yeah, please don't do all that. I said, you don't need to do that. I just said, you know. Could I get another version of this or something? Right. And you, for some, yeah, you feel guilty about sending it back for some reason. I, I did because I, I realized it was New Year's Eve and she probably would rather be hanging out with her friends and stuff. Right, and it was so like 5 o'clock. Don't be like, I it's like guilty. New Year's Eve. They weren't, she wasn't out wanting to be partying. It was, it was early. Then at the end of the meal, they bring the check and Ty uh, looks over the check, which uh, uh, who are you to do that, by the way? are you, You're the one that goes over this check, like the entire thing, and make sure everything's all right? Yeah, why would I pay for something I didn't receive? So I did look at the itemized I never look receipt. at it. I never look at really? it. Really? How often do you catch a mistake? Um, not often, but in that case, I knew that I had returned a beer, and I wanted to make sure it was yes. not on and the how ticket. How often do you think you've caught a mistake, and then you like a big old ding-dong because uh, you go, that's what happened? You go, ma'am, uh, hmm, I think we've got a little issue here. Uh, you, you didn't take that beer off. And she goes, uh, yes, sir, I did. If you look down at the bottom, you'll see that I took it off. <laughs> it was minus $5. <laughs> so how do you make this? How do you? How are you going to look through the whole receipt and then not see where they took it off? It's complicated. Those things got like a, you know, I, I bought everybody dinner, including you. And so there's a lot of items on it, and I didn't, yeah. uh, Hold on. What's complicated? The numbers and arithmetic or like when it says negative five? That was complicated. I didn't catch that part. And I do feel bad. Why do you feel? Well, hold on. First of all. You tasted I, I, the drink. It was bad, right? I agree. But I'm, I mean, you at the end of the thing, like looking over it meticulously and then going, oh, I think we got a little bit of an issue here. <laughs> you didn't take that beer off. And you go, sir, actually, I did. 
Uh, so I just think it's, you know, you claim to be, like, smart and gifted and all that, and then uh, I claim you, can't, that? you can't look at a receipt and see where it says negative five and notice that they've deducted the five from the total. Well, I blew it. That's all there is to it. And I apologize to Roca and uh, <laughs> everybody involved. Roca. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. I think a lot of us are going through the same thing. We're kind of uh, back in order. It's uh, January the 3rd, and uh, we, you know, you had some time off during the holidays, and, you know, you were at the house. Well, getting back on the roads, rest assured that uh, construction still continues in Tulsa. It's so much so that now I drive to work, and there's more than it was before I left for Christmas. Does that make sense? Do you see this everywhere? Like, I have a bet with myself. Can I ever make it home one day and not encounter any road cone whatsoever? I don't think it's possible in Tulsa. I don't know which way you come into work. I, I just take Denver right down, and I'm here. Is yeah. it? And I took Denver this morning, which is a, a artery in downtown. How do you do that? It's like playing Frogger. There's people all over the streets. Like, what is going on downtown? It's like playing Frogger if Frogger had a knife and was screaming at the sky in the morning. <laughs> I mean, you got quite the cast of characters on your way to work every day, don't you? What he's referring to, I guess, are like the uh, drifters and people like that that are out and about. Yeah, um, they don't re wear reflective material either. I don't really know what everybody's up to that time of morning. I would think everybody would be kind of like drifting off to sleep and things like that. But I guess that's when the uh, hardcore folks are still up and out. Like, and I don't know what they're doing, but there will be droves of people coming and going. Where are they going? I don't know. They always have a, there's like a mission. I know they're heading somewhere. I don't know where they're heading. And they head there without reflective material and uh, just right across the street, like in the middle of the road. They don't care. Well, I'm concerned for you, brought man. such a hip, young topic to the show this morning. People <laughs> no, not what do you wearing. Mean? I mean, like, Tig's upset that there's a construction work and B people aren't wearing enough re reflective <laughs> material. I'm concerned. What am I supposed to do? I'm concerned about you, Daniel. I'm concerned about me in a way. Well, yeah, we should all be concerned about ourselves, especially uh, last night. That poor guy uh, got hit in a football game and then had cardiac arrest right on the field. You know, you kind of need to look out for these types of things. Cardiac arrest. I had a. My uncle passed away. He's, like, younger than me, actually. He passed away, just had a heart attack. Well, you know what you can do, Tig, is there's something called craft body scan. And uh, can go get scanned for this kind of thing now. Here in town? Right here in town. Uh, they scan it all, buddy. Hearts, lungs, your full body, your colon. You can do a bone density test. They do it all. So you can kind of go and uh, just get, like, a low scan, low CT scan, and kind of get some early detection, sometimes months, sometimes years, and get ahead of this. And they've got a special going on right now. You hear about this a lot. Like, early detection is key in getting over these kind of things. And right now, uh, a couple, for $149, get a heart and lung scan. How about that? $149. Yeah. Bucks. That sounds pretty good. So you and your uh, your spouse, or just, your, I guess, anybody, uh, it's non-invasive tag. It's low-dose scanning that can detect signs of silent killers like cancer, tumors, and heart abnormalities so you can act fast. And how do we get to this? Just go to uh, craftbodyscan.com, and you can see there's so many scans that they do. So any issue you might have or you're worried about, they can take care of you now. And, again, they got that special going on right now. That's craftbodyscan.com. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Daniel, we're not that far away from uh, seeing Gary Allen in person. We actually got tickets to see him at 740 this morning with our 98.5 The Bull Fight. How about that? All nice. right, so you're smirking. What are you smirking I'm about? I'm smirking. I was ready for you to tell us about uh, your cat. <laughs> okay, so, you know, there are times in my life where I think, I, I must be the smartest person in the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, my wife and my son have been getting on me about a cat. You know, years ago, they were getting on me about a dog, and I really like not having a pet around. Not that I don't love pets. I do. Don't get me wrong. But uh, when you lose a pet, I just don't want to get one right away. And and then they were like, you know, it's time for a dog. And I thought, okay, yeah, I guess. And then my wife went and got a dog. Well, now they got on this cat kick. And I'm allergic to cats. And I know Daniel thinks, what do you think about that? Well, you claim that you're allergic to cats. Um, we'll finish the story, and then we'll get into you being, quote, okay. All right. conveniently allergic to cats. So anyway, they're, they're like on me about getting this cat over the mm -hmm. holidays. And I go, we can't have a cat. I'm allergic to a cat. Plus, like, what if we go out of town? Now we got a dog and a cat we got to put up somewhere. I mean, like, this is nonsense. And I thought, oh, wait, I forgot I'm a genius. 
And so my wife, Brittany, keeps bringing up this cat idea. And I finally say, thinking that I'm smart, I'm going to go, you know what? I'm going to say, let's get a cat. And then she will come to her senses and go, wow. So now the ball's in her court. And she'll start thinking through, you got to get like a cat condo. You got to get a litter box. You got to get all these things. And I thought, now that I've said, yes, I'm not the bad guy anymore, she's going to realize, like, maybe uh, we bit off more than we could chew here. And so I think I'm a genius. I go, you know what? If you want a cat, y'all just go get a cat. And I'm thinking they'll never get a cat. Uh, They came home like five hours later with a cat. So now I got this cat at the house. And, uh, you know, I got a dog, too. And, you know, I don't know if you know this about cats, but to a cat, a dog is a demon. And he's doing that. <laughs> that hissing and all that carrying on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I had quite the holiday. Well, first of all, if you thought, you know, you've said for, she would come to her senses once she realized she had to go and pick up, like, a litter box. Th- these are not, that's not that big of an inconvenience to go. Pick up the cat wherever you got it from. Wait, are you crazy? And to then get, go to Walmart and grab a litter box. To get started with an animal, you need probably need $100 worth of things, right? No. What? You don't need $100 worth of things. You need, like, that toy that they like to play with and the litter box and all that so, kind of so stuff. So you got a cat. Yeah. You were like, well, she'll never go for that if she has to go pick it up. Um, <laughs> also, you're not truly allergic to cats because if you were, you wouldn't have purchased one. You wouldn't have gotten a cat. So this is incredible about Daniel that he doesn't believe that there are people allergic to cats. You think people make that up? I think you are making it up, not people. I think well, well, you are making it up. Why, if I say it? Okay, it's so than- here, say I'm allergic to bees. Like I knew if a bee stung me, I would die. Like in mm-hmm. that movie, My Girl. Guess what? I'm not going to do. Have bees in my house. I'm not going to have. I'm not going to be a beekeeper. So if you were truly allergic to the cat. You would just say, nah, man, we can't get a cat. I'm allergic to those. That's what I said, and they kept on. And so I said, finally, all right, go get a cat, thinking they wouldn't. And when did and they, they get did. the cat? Uh, a couple days ago. And how are you not in heaven, then? If you're so deathly allergic to cats, how are you still with us? You don't appear to be sneezing. <laughs> you're not coughing. I will say this, and you're going to get mad at this. I think there's different breeds of cats, because there's oh, certain cats I get around. and gotcha. Like, I can't even be in the room with the cat, right. and I get sick. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a different breed or something. That must be what it is. Are you patronizing? No, I'm not placating you at all. It's <laughs> got to be what it is, Tug. You got one of the cats that you're not allergic to. Yes, I got a hypoallergenic cat by accident. And meanwhile, uh, so he gets the cat here that he's deathly allergic to, somehow survives uh, 48 hours with it. And I get on Tig and Daniel Instagram last night, and uh, you've posted a picture of your cat and your dog. Did that go viral? Pretty viral. <laughs> you know, that's got Tyke and Daniel on it. I don't know that Wait, we Wait, need... I posted that on that? Yeah, man. I don't know that we need, you know, that the audience cares about your cat. <laughs> your cat See, I thought already? I posted that on my personal oh, Facebook. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares. Well, they got 17 likes, so. Oh, oh zero yeah. comments, but uh, there you go. So if you know, <laughs> did you let the people at News on 6 know that you'd got a cat? Yeah, and I that, called. And what happened was the cat cuddled up with his shizu. On the couch, and uh, did you let people know? I called Travis Meyer and he hung up on me. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> Outside of that, yeah. It's been well, I good. think you're going to enjoy. I've had a cat before, and I think you're going to enjoy the cat because a dog loves you. You know, dog will come up, love you, hug That's on you, and all that. That's the thing about a cat. Right. If I died, cat doesn't give a rat. Mm-hmm. The dog would be upset, but the cat's like, you know, I got a life to live. But when you come in and sit down on the couch, and the cat comes up and curls up around you, then you feel honored. I do. It's but, nice. You know, if you survive it, you'd be an allergic and all. <laughs> I'm allergic to it. It's 98.5 The Bull. Dana, what are we going to play today for uh, We're going to do another, another round of 98.5 The Bull fight. And I wish, I hope we have an exciting one like we did uh, last week where we went into four tie-breaking questions. It's the first time it's ever happened. Yes. We ended up awarding prizes to both. So we'll see what happens coming up uh, in about 13 minutes here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull, you ready for Gary Allen tickets? Let's do this uh, first uh, contest of 2023 here on 98.5 The Bull. And with us, Dana, who do we have? We have Jake from Tulsa taking on Vanessa from Tulsa. And they both, they're competing, Tig, for tickets to see Gary Allen. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. 
All right, guys, I've got uh, some don't cliches here. And according to these cliches, here are things that one shouldn't do. You'll just have to fill in the blanks. Uh, Vanessa was a little worried that she wouldn't know how to play, but you'll 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 see, Vanessa. We'll start <laughs> off with Jake here so he can do the first one. Jake, don't judge a book by its blank. Cover. Cover is correct. Vanessa, see how it's played? Yes, yeah, <laughs> I understand. All right, Vanessa, don't bite the hand that what? Feed you. Feed you is correct. We are tied up. Jake. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Yes. Vanessa, don't count your chickens before they hatch. Yes. Jake, don't put all your eggs in what? One basket. Yes. Vanessa, don't worry. Be happy. Yes. We're tied up, Tyke. Three to three. Man, they're good. Jake. <laughs> Don't rain on my blank. Parade. Yes. Vanessa, don't rock the blank. The boat. Yes. We're tied up. Last question. Jake, don't hate the player. Hate the what? <laughs> the game. The game. <laughs> Vanessa, don't make a mountain out of a what? Out of a pile? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It came right down to that. It was don't make a mountain out of a molehill. And it looks like Jake has defeated Vanessa this morning in the 98.5 of the Bull Fight. Jake, we've got a question for you. You can keep these tickets. You can go see Gary Allen at the Hard Rock Casino yeah, on Friday, I'm gonna, I'm February. Gonna have to go Jake, to me. Jake, Jake, please let me finish. <laughs> He's being oh, all rude. we got to promote the concert. You, Jake, could go see Gary Allen at the Hard Rock Casino Friday, February 24th. Or you could give these tickets to Vanessa. Vanessa, can you make a quick case on why Jake should give you the tickets? Because my birthday is on February 21st. Ah. Vanessa, would you be willing to take Jake with you to the show if he were to give you the tickets? Um, it depends if I can bring my husband. <laughs> Got some weird things going All right, on there. Jake, she's invited you and her husband to go to the show with her. If you were to give her the tickets, Jake, will you hold on to these tickets? Or are you going to give them to Vanessa? Uh, I'm going to hang on to them. This will be my wife, Valentine's gift. Oh, my word. Well, Vanessa, uh, sorry about that. Jake has defeated you. But, Vanessa, don't worry. You've got another chance to win tomorrow morning at 740 and all the rest of this week, okay? Okay, thank and, and happy you. birthday, uh, Vanessa. Jake, is there anything you wanted to tell Vanessa about her birthday? Well, happy early birthday. Here you go. Ty? <laughs> thank you. I hope you. it's a lovely and romantic birthday for you. Oh. oh. Well, that's nice. So, there <laughs> we go. All right. Uh, we're back tomorrow with more uh, tickets to Gary Allen. 740 tomorrow and all this week. Here on 98.5 The Bull, you can be just like Jake. It's Ty. I got Indiana. my toes in the water. Toby are on the way. Life is good today. Life is good today. Daniel, uh, you can be hurtful to me sometimes. 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, Ty and Daniel. And over the holidays, I think maybe some of us had an opportunity to catch up on sh some shows and things. I, I know people are talking to, about Yellowstone, and I've been watching Tulsa King. And uh, Daniel will look at me and go, well, what do you think about Tulsa King? Do you give it two chins up? Mm -hmm. And that's Kinda a reference like, to my double chin. Yeah. Instead of Siskel, Siskel and, and Ebert. Ebert, you know, hot new star Siskel and Ebert doing uh, two thumbs up. I thought a nice way for you to rate movies would be uh, chins. Like both my chins. Right. So, like, if you were like in the middle, you didn't really like it that much. You could say, "I give it one chin up, one chin down." <laughs> but it's uh, it's an insult because you say I have a double chin. Oh, you know. So I have two chins to grade a movie. That's not right, is it? Two chins up. Do you not like? Oh, I love to. I give Tulsa King two chins up for okay, sure. Okay, good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, listen, you could you could get on TikTok. We've been talking about trying to come up with great TikTok ideas. Yeah. Tig's movie reviews. Mm -hmm. On Tig and Daniel on our TikTok page, and you you know you speak on whether you give it two chins up, or one chin up, zero one chin chins yeah. up, or yeah. half a chin. Wouldn't you love that? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a. That's blast. a quick, concise movie review. Do you ever? Um, like, 
my wife did something horrible to me. She took a picture of me napping the other day. Wow, what does it do with that? I, I don't know what. Why and, do couples anyway, do that like, sometimes? You know, you're not in a good pose. Yeah. And I look at my chin. I go, Oh my god. That's how I actually look. Because in a way, do you ever look in the mirror and you think you look a certain way, and then you see a photo that's from a different angle and you go, Oh my god. Well, guess what, buddy? Uh, I hear when you talk to someone very old, they'll say, I still feel exactly the same, but when I look in the mirror, I don't recognize. Yes. Just like think when That's you're exactly 80, right. you're going to feel like you feel right now, but when you're 80 and you can look into the mirror and realize your hair is wide and you've grown an additional chin, <laughs> that you, know, you, you still feel hurt, the same. Hurtful. No, I'm not. Yeah. You just feel you'll feel the same. Yeah. When you have three chins and a wall. Well, now here we are in the new year, Daniel. That's true. And Do you we need what? a resolution? No, 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 no. You need a solution. And that's Red Mountain Red Weight Loss. Red Mountain Weight Loss. So you can lose up to 20 pounds by this time next month. For a limited time, Tig, new patient, patients re receive uh, four free metabolism boosters and a, a weight loss consult absolutely free. That's a $235 value. Now, they say consult. This ain't just somebody. This is a doctor they have call you. What do I do about my movie reviews if I can't talk chins? What? Like if I lose 20 pounds by this time next month with Red Mountain Weight Loss. You're always going to have multiple <laughs> chins, buddy. Um, Thanks. They'll, they'll get like a video. A doctor will give you a consult and they'll talk to you. And yeah, let, you don't you know, have to go in. You, right. Yeah, I don't want to go. That's a little intrusive to have to actually go to an office. But if you're serious about this, you can lose up to 20 pounds by this time next month. Get that free consult. Uh, it takes about an hour or so. So you really take it seriously. And if you're taking it seriously, they're taking it seriously too. You can dial, two, dial, dial pound 250 on your cell phone right now. Use the keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. You're a very effective spokesperson, by Get the way. yourself. Well, I'm excited about Red Mountain, buddy. You're over here like Eeyore. I'm talking about losing 20 pounds. You're just like, oh, I guess you could. No, you, that, how awesome is that? You get on that scale. When I get on the scale, that needle, one time it busted. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. Oh, no. You could be 20 pounds down by this time next month. Pound 250 from your cell phone right now. That's pound 250. Use the keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss on your journey to lose 20 pounds in the next month. How about that? 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Dino. I'm on a Tulsa Reddit page, which is uh, basically like a bulletin board where you can post things about things happening in your neighborhood or questions about the city or whatever. And uh, somebody says this, Daniel. It sounds like cannons are going off at night around my house. Cannons. And uh, remember like a few months ago I said this. I said, you know, I don't know what it is. Sometimes I wake up at 3 a.m., and I think it's because I'm being woken up by this explosion sound throughout Tulsa. And people started calling the show and they said, man, it might be the uh, refineries or it might be all sorts of things, right? It sounds like a gunshot except a bomb. I had suggested it might be train cars uh, getting connected together late at night. But it turns out we figured it out. Yes, we did. And this guy's on Reddit saying, every night I get waking up. By this sound, it sounds like gunshot or firework or something. And if you're in Tulsa and you're up at 3 a.m., you'll hear this sound. I mean, it's like boom, boom. And it took us forever to figure it out, but we did solve the uh, the thing. And so this guy on Reddit, Daniel, if you've got Reddit, you can sign on and tell him what's going on. But what, what was it that's happening out there? Uh, it turned out it was garbage trucks. You were probably hearing the uh, the garbage can at uh, Quick Trip. So it's those those things you see. Uh, I don't know what they call them, but you know the big giant metal things. Dumpster. A dumpster. Yeah. And what they, in the, they you don't know what they call a dumpster. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So a dumpster, and what's happening is, and you hear it throughout Tulsa at night. They pick these dumpsters up mm -hmm. and they you know unload them in their truck and then they slam them back to the ground and that's what we're hearing. And uh, this poor guy on Reddit, he thought it was a cannon. Well, I mean, you took you a good year and a half to figure out what it was. It did take, take me a while, so I, I do feel stupid. But, you know, finally I figured it out. Hey, it's Tig and Daniel. Who's this? I tell you what belongs in the dumpster, these phone lines. <laughs> I have to, we got 10% of the calls we get. The rest of them. Can't pick them up. Yeah, yeah. well, you pick it up and nothing. Um, what what made you finally decide? I think people called in and said it's how you finally figured out what, what no, that, was causing. That sound you hear in Tulsa, 
I think is the uh, garbage trucks putting that metal container back down. That's what I think. And it's Sagan Daniel. Who's this? It's Leon. Leon, what's up, buddy? Which one of you guys live out north? Live up north? Yeah. You're talking about cannons going off. Well, what? Them some bitches shoot them. They shoot them damn cannons off out here every day at least two or three times a day. So you suspect the, 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 he is hearing cannons? I know I'm hearing cannons. We're not hearing cannons in Tulsa. Well, he's saying up in the northern part of the... Uh, they got cannons up there? According to Leon. Are they fighting Napoleonic I, Wars? I live in Turley, and I hear them damn things going off every damn day late at night. It's dumpsters being set back down. Well, maybe not in Turley. Well, why yeah, they're in Turley. Oh, well. I don't know about that one. Okay. <laughs> we'll have to get in touch with, uh, let me write this up. I'm going to do a full investigation There's on this. cannons uh, internally. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the call. I've been, I've been living over here for going on about 15 years, and I've been hearing them every damn day for that 15 years. It's the dumpsters. No, it's not the dumpsters. Well, are they having a civil war? I mean, like, what's the explanation? Well, listen, he lives in Turley, Tug. You don't. I can go tell people what's cannons. going on in Turley. It could be cannons. All right. I used to shoot cannons off, so yeah. I know what they sound like. So why would somebody be shooting cannons, I guess is my question. To annoy their neighbors. That's true. Hey, Tyke, <laughs> this guy's got a cannon. Don't All argue right, with him. So. <laughs> Thanks, Leon. Thanks, Leon. The guy's just admitted he's got a cannon, and yeah, you're he's trying to a, fight with him. He's got a cannon. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Hi, uh, this is Ricky. Um, this is not related to the morning show. I was just calling to see how I get that speaker from last week. Okay, well, 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 what a great time to call! Right in the middle, we're talking about these cannons, cannons here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. No, you're good. You just come by the station and get it. Oh, okay. Cool. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Hey, it's Tag and Daniel. Uh, any anything to say related to the morning show? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. No? Okay, hey, uh, good. Well, what's going on? That that last guy that called from Turley, mm-hmm. he's he's probably hearing the, the blasting up there for those rock quarries. That's uh, what he's hearing. When they, they pop that, that granite or gypsum, or not gypsum, but whatever kind of rock that is. Yeah, they blow the rocks up so they can dig in further, right? Yeah. Yeah, they blow the rocks up to smaller pieces, and they put them in the crusher, and the crusher breaks them down to... The finest is like called a screening. Screening, they use an asphalt. But they go, you know, that's probably what he's hearing. Well, how do we know that they're not shooting? How do we know they're not shooting the rocks with cannons? (laughs) Well, you just have to go out there and and watch them, I guess. What am I, Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs? I ain't going out there. They're they're doing explosions. Yeah. Well, hey, we ought to call Micro. He would <laughs> probably get to the bottom of it, for sure. Thanks yeah, for the call, man. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Hey, it's Sagan Daniel. Who's this? It's Leon again. All oh, right. Uh, well, listen, that wasn't us <laughs> saying that. That was that other guy that says they're uh, using explosions and dynamite just, to get gypsum. Just to let you know, they're not doing no blasting within a mile and a half of my property. Uh, they're doing a fight now. They're in a radio fight. Well, we got to get them back. Well, I wish we had them both on the line so they could debate each other. Them cannons are going off about 60, about 59th and 60, between 59th and 61st in North Peoria area somewhere. You're saying cannons, though. You think they're shooting cannons? Uh, yeah, I got a buddy of mine that built a cannon over in Oakhurst, and he used to shoot that damn thing with no ball in it, just capping it and putting all the powder and everything, and just to off, just torment his neighbors. <laughs> just to torment? <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. But well, Leon, I appreciate one it. Yeah. One that's going off over here entirely, like I said, is between 59th and 61st in North Peoria. All right. Well, they got cannons in North Tulsa, according to Leon. There's quite a few people's got cannons. You just don't know it. <laughs> Who has cannons? Like okay. the guy tell he's got a buddy that makes cannons. Why are you telling him he doesn't? Well, he doesn't. I just don't think it's cannons. But well, Leon, I appreciate the insight. Have a good one, guys. All right, See you, you too, now. man.
<laughs> he just said he's got a buddy that makes them. And, uh, yeah, they do that down in Alabama sometime. Remember, they would have some guy out there in his yard and they'd fire cannons. Daniel, they're Hank not Williams, doing this at 3 a.m. Williams Jr. used to get out there and drink whiskey and shoot a cannon off. Yeah, the good old days when we used to go out and shoot cannons. Yeah, I guess even back then, everybody's <laughs> like, hey, man, is, a, is that a cannon or a trash can? All right. Hey, who's this? Hey, this is Cody. Cody, it's Ty and Daniel. Uh, you have some, uh, you have, you're going to weigh in on this cannon issue? Yeah, I'm just curious when you guys are going to discover, go to Turley and see if it's a cannon, or you're going to wait up at 3 a.m. and see if it's a dumpster. That is a good idea, Ty. I think you should uh, do that tonight. Get yourself a hotel room in Turley and then uh, monitor at 3 a.m. and see if, see if it's. I, listen, yeah, it could be cannons. And if you're doing a bit of drinking, 3 a.m. is about the right time where you'd be uh, just slashing oh, they up hit to want to moonshine or something. Yeah, want to fire off a cannon. <laughs> I guess if I had a cannon, I'd shoot it. If you had a cannon, you know <laughs> you couldn't resist occasionally. <laughs> like if we would have had one New Year's Eve. Yeah, that would have been fun, man. All right, well, thanks for the call. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, have a good day. You too. All right. Cannons and Turley. Maybe I should go there. Maybe I should. Set. How far is Turley? Maybe I should go there and spend the night. You'll pay for the hotel room? Yes. I could stay at Leon's place. I'll, I'll pay for you to move away. As, <laughs> to as move long as you want. To Turley. <laughs> 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Welcome in. Did you watch uh, Monday Night Football last night? Because that was something else. It's all brought to you by iCare Associates of South Tulsa. You know, I was looking up, uh, you know, they canceled the NFL game last night because of an injury. And I was looking up when have they ever done this before. And sometimes it was strikes that canceled a game. Uh, 9-11 canceled some games. But I don't don't recall an instance where they had an injury in the game, and then they canceled it after it was already under the underway. Well, you're saying canceled. Are you meaning suspend, or is this suspend, thing officially been canceled now? Um, I don't know how they canceled because there are Super Bowl ramifications here. And uh, But you have some clips here for us. Last night, a guy was, we thought, injured, but it turned out he may have just, by happenstance, well, it turned, had a heart attack on the field. It turns out he did have a cardiac arrest, and I don't know if there's a difference in a heart attack and a cardiac arrest, but here is the moment that it happened. This is where Joe Burrow is so good. And now another Bills player is down. DeMar Hamlin is the one who was in on that stop on T. Higgins, and then he got up and just went right back down to the ground. Well, you can see that the ambulance is out there on the field, and they are intensely working on DeMar Hamlin. The entire Bills team is out on the field right now. Several players are down on their knees. Other players are holding hands, praying. You can just see the worried looks uh, on their faces. And uh, it looks like, according to some uh, sources here, it just was announced that uh, earlier earlier this morning that it was uh, he'd suffered a cardiac arrest following a hit in the game versus the Bengals. His heartbeat was restored on the field, and he was transferred to the UC Medical Center for further testing and treatment. He is currently sedated and listed in critical condition. 24 years old with a heart attack. It was stunning, and the NFL did cancel the game, or at least suspended after that. Um, did you see the clip? I mean, he got up from a hit, and he took about a step and a half, and then boom, lights out. Right and down. even the other team was, the Bengals were like, dude, something's wrong with this guy. They're pointing to him. Somebody get out here. It was kind of the situation where the hit didn't look that bad, and I wonder if it was a either just a coincidence he was on the field or can sometimes getting hit like jar you enough to break something loose? I don't know. Like I'm not, plaque or something? I don't know, man. But um, at 24 years old to have a massive heart attack, that's uh, that's brutal information to receive. I don't know if the guy, you know, I hear if people have a heart attack. We know people that have had heart attacks and it kind of changes you in a way, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't know if the guy gets back on the field ever again. But thank God he's uh, at least in the hospital. If, if your kid was playing, he's 24, yeah. and he did this, would you encourage him to get back on the field, or would you have to be like, uh? As a dad, I would probably be like. I would say, you're going to ESPN, yeah, buddy. You're I'm now like, going to be uh, a commentator. You're going to take yeah. this that happened to you, and you're going to now become an expert and commentate on the games. I can't have you back out there. I'd be scared to death. Right. I agree. What else you got, Daniel? Dad, did you see this? Uh, speaking of kids, 
say your son or daughter calls you and like, uh, hey, I'm stranded by Southwest, which so many people were back during that winter storm. I'm in Colorado. I need you to come get me. I guess you're hopping in that car and driving through that storm, aren't you? For your kid, you're, you're going to do anything, yeah. A father and mother drove 1,100 miles through a winter storm in Colorado to bring their daughter home for the holidays after her Southwest flight was canceled. Here he is talking about how excited his daughter was to have her parents driving through a snowstorm to bring her back we home. We can see the change in her voice when she heard that we are in the city of Denver and 15 minutes away from her. You can feel the excitement of her voice. When, you, when it comes to your kids, you're going to do anything. Yeah, right? I don't think you would drive to Tulsa <laughs> Airport to pick me up. Not for you, but my, my kid, sure. You want to take this call here about the, uh, I guess somebody was calling to weigh in on the on the situation with the game. Hey, it's Saga Daniel. Who's this? It's Steven. How y'all doing? Steven, good. How are you? Did you want to weigh in on anything? Yeah, so on that hit last night, you know, what they're saying is that the Comotio Cordis, and what it's a very, very rare, but it's when you get hit to the chest at the exact time where your heart is on the up. To, so in a beat, you know, you get the contraction, the aorta, and then as it releases, when he got hit, he got hit right there in that timing, which sends the heart into AFib. So it's, it doesn't damage the heart, so to speak. It's just the timing of the hit and the trauma to the chest. So we, we, so you're saying it is related to his hit. The uh, To recap here, last night an NFL game was canceled because a guy, uh, they ended up doing, there was an emergency, uh, had to save his life on the field. You're saying it is related to the hit. But what's weird is he got up and started walking, and then boom, you know? Well, he, he yeah, he got up. I don't know that he really walked, but he, yeah. So it's, it's like I said, it's a commotio cordis. It's extremely rare. Um but and they're usually fatal. Hopefully this won't be. But uh, it's something to do with the the beat of your heart and the exact impact on where your heartbeat is in the cycle. Okay. All right. Well, that's a good insight. Um, you know, I was watching this game last night with my wife, and I thought there's no way they can play this game anymore because even the opponent, they were all freaked. You know, I, I'm glad they canceled the game. Do you agree? Oh, yeah. I mean, the fact that it took, you know, so long for them to even make that decision is disgusting. Honestly, it's just NFL is all about the money. And I think I don't think the NFL canceled the game. I think the coaches and the players said we're not going back on the field. It could be because I saw you didn't see it, Daniel. But uh, last night, the two head coaches got together on the field and they like nodded at each other and they were talking. You couldn't hear what they were saying. But apparently out of that meeting, uh, they decided they weren't going to play the game, right? Yeah, I, I think it was definitely the coaches and players and not the NFL. I think they pressured the NFL into postponing or suspending the game. You yeah. sound like a, a, a big yeah. NFL fan. What what do you think they will do? How will they handle this? Will they uh, they, they have to they have replay to make it, up, it, right? I guess. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah, I mean, they will, they'll either wait, put it, you know, on the schedule probably towards the end of the season on like a flex day. And if, if they have to play it, if it does change, you know, standings and seedings and they'll play the game. But uh, if it doesn't, then they probably won't. Yeah. Well, these, uh, I think the bills are a Super Bowl contender. So I'm just wondering, you know, will they make that up on a random Wednesday just to get it in, you know? Well, I think, like I said, if it, if it has anything to do with the seeding, because the Bengals are, just I think their their records were identical or maybe one game different. I mean yeah. they're both they're both trying to get the top seed in the AFC. So if it comes down to it, if they both win next week, then they'll probably they will play that game. I just don't know when. Well, we appreciate the uh, input, man. I appreciate you calling. All right, have a good one. All right, you too. You see this tag? The army is bringing back their slogan: "Be all you can be." Here is a clip to remind you from the '80s jingle. So they're bringing it back, which I don't know why they got rid of it. They're bringing this back March of uh, this year. Did you realize? Did you remember when that was a big news story that, when that but, was gone? But I remember that. I mean, I definitely remember the slogan. I think a lot of us do. Concern, that would pop you up you right there. Yes. Uh, finally, Ty, did you see this? An old couple, Pennsylvania. They've been married for 80 years. 
Robert and Edith May. They're both 102 years old. Here they are talking about how they made their love last, and I want you to answer as a guy that's been married like 10 years, is this possible to do what they do? I thought, oh, my, that's the girl we wanted to eventually marry. I assumed that. We had correspondence then, back and forth. Finally, we decide, yes, we're going to get married. We hold each other up. I guess the, the secret would be don't go to bed mad. Don't go to bed mad. Is this possible after you've been married for 10 uh, years? I'm not sure about that. Has there ever been a night that you haven't gone to bed mad? Before, but yeah, I mean, I mean, you're living with another person. And, uh, you know, I, I hadn't even been married 10 years. My wife is sick of me. I guarantee she goes to bed mad, mm -hmm. right? I mean, that's, that's the secret. So maybe the secret is go, going to bed pretending like you're not mad. <laughs> yeah, just play the part. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, Tag and Dana. Hey, who's this? This is Lauren. Hey, hey Lauren, Lauren. How are you? I'm good. So you guys just have that advice about not going to bed mad? Uh, what she's referring to is we just played a clip from uh, a couple that's been married for 80 years, and they said the uh, the key, Tig, is to never go to bed mad with each other. And I was asking Tig, he's been married for close to 10 years now, is that possible to not be mad sometimes when you go to sleep? Yeah, so my husband and I will be married 16 years in the spring, and I hate that piece of advice. Yeah, I why? I think I can one-up it. Because... So our advice to like young couples is it's okay to go to bed mad. Don't fight when you're tired because tired people say things to get the fight over with so you can go to bed and you end up saying things that are more hurtful than if you just went ahead and went to bed mad, still in love with each other and dealt with it in the morning after you'd slept on it. You know, when I was uh, getting married before, uh, we got like counseling or something like a church counseling, you know, to prepare us for marriage. And this guy, he, he took me away to like a corner of the room. And he said, listen, I want you to listen to this like, and take this in. And I go, okay, I will. And he goes, there's going to be a time where you look at your wife and you go, I don't even like her right now. You know, like, do you go through that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, there have been times where I'm going, what on earth did I do? But at the end of the day, we <laughs> picked each other because we loved each other. Yeah. And, you know, the little stuff sometimes can, you know, and life gets on top of you and it, it just feels like a lot. But at the end of the day, we know when we crawl into bed, we love each other and we'll deal with it in the morning when we're both well rested and, and ready to try again. I think there's a problem too. like movies portray a marriage as this, you know, you're going to kiss in the rain and all this nonsense. It's hard work, isn't it? Oh, yeah, for sure. That's what I, I always say that to young people. I go, get ready, buddy. You got to put work into this <laughs> thing to make it, you know. Well, yeah, I hear that all the time. You got to put work into it. But what does that mean exactly? You got to put work into it. Well, you, it's not just about yourself anymore. Yes. You know, when you're single, you just take care of you. And that's all that you have to do to make you happy. But, it's, you know, marriage isn't even 50-50. There's a book or something called like 80% or something where you have to put in more than half the work because it's not just about you anymore. You're taking care of someone else, and you can't expect them to take care of you. You still have to be responsible for your own happiness, but you still have to give more than that. It's, it's a complicated process. Yeah. There was, there was a moment, Dana, I was so naive that when I did get married, now my wife's living with me, and I go, when is this person leaving? Uh, oh, wait, she's not. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of work, so... On, on and on, everybody's going to all this, the work, the work, the work. But y'all haven't told me what the work is. Uh, did I not get a cat this weekend? Because my, I would have never gotten a cat. <laughs> so that's the my work is you got a cat? I had to get a cat. I had to get a cat. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> so that's work. <laughs> See, Daniel's not married. He doesn't understand this stuff. Well, that's why I'm asking y'all to, like, yeah. it, clear up what you mean by saying the work. And then y'all are just going, oh, you know, the work. Okay, what is it? Oh, the work. There are times where I just like to watch television. Mm -hmm. But instead... I will put an effort into making my wife happy. And, Do and you, there's, there's a little bit of... Yeah, yeah Tag's a real, real big romantic guy that <laughs> really goes all out and to keep everybody happy. Yeah. Well, that's why you're not married, Daniel. You don't understand anything. You're just a dumb guy. You're a dumb guy. <laughs> well, thanks for the call, okay? Absolutely. All right. You know, maybe if I was more attractive, my wife, maybe it would be easier in that sense, Daniel.
Well, what, if, what if I was down 20 pounds within a month? I think that, that wouldn't be for everybody. That would be for just you. You'd feel better, wouldn't you? I think so. I, I know. Mean, if I got on the scale a month from now and I was down 20 pounds, I would feel I would feel good. Well, guess what? You can do that with Red Mountain Weight Loss, Daniel. You could be down 20 pounds by uh, February 3rd, right in time for Valentine's Day, right? Down 20 pounds. That's how much uh, you could lose with Red Mountain Weight Loss. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and I was like, how does this work? So I kind of went through the process, the enrolling process and everything that they do. And, and here's what they do. They, you get in touch with them. You dial pound 250 from your cell phone. You use the keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. Then they're going to book you a consult where you'll talk to a doctor, Tig, and then tell them what you're looking for, and y'all will come up with a plan together. And they'll give you the advice. They'll tell you what you need to do, and they'll, they'll have this plan for you, and that's how you could lose up to 20 pounds. So we don't even have to go to the office. Like, they just call us, and you do, like, a FaceTime, and they ask you about your nutrition and where you are, and then they go, all right, we can help you, and you can get started now with pound 250 on your cell phone, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss, and you could be down 20 pounds by this time next month. How about that? That's pound 250 from your cell phone right now. Use the keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss to book your consult by video from the comfort of your home or office. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Dino. Earlier, we were talking about uh, if you're in Tulsa, you'll hear loud booms at 3 a.m. in the morning. And I even asked, I got a guy, he's my neighbor, and he served in Iraq. And I'm like, what is that? And he goes, I hear it too. I have no idea. Like, it sounds like explosions. But, Dano, we finally figured out what it was. In our opinion, it is these garbage trucks picking up these metal dumpsters and then setting them back down really loud. And it's like, boom, like that. Hey, good morning. Tiger Dano, who's this? Hey, this is Brad. What's up, Brad? About your, uh, re- hey, about your response to the, the explosions going off. Yeah. I used to work out of Six Six Street North, right next to the police academy. They uh, they dispose of the IEDs there all the time. It used to scare the hell out of us. Do they do that at three in the morning though? I don't know about three in the morning, but I know during the day when that one guy was talking. Yeah, <laughs> they used to take the whole building over the high span. So the IEDs, you're telling me there's like terrorists that are planting these things and they find them and they blow them up. No, they would they would get all the IEDs and ex- dispose of them there on site on the police during, at the police academy. I guess my question is, I didn't know there were IEDs laying around Tulsa. Yeah, and also that wouldn't be a daily occurrence, would it? And not at three a.m. Right? I think it's these dumpsters. Hey, good morning, Tiger Dino. What's up? Hey, it's Tom. Hey, hey Tom. Um, why don't you get your police friend to go up there at three a.m. in the morning and patrol? Well, he is a sheriff, so I guess he could do that, right? Yeah. Or somebody. I mean, somebody's on duty. Well. If we're sure it was three, I would ride out there and see what's going on. But Yeah, but it might be dangerous. You might get hurt. You ought to have a professional do it. Yeah. Um, a guy said that it's cannons in Turley. And I go, there's cannons in Turley? Well, these are all vastly different yeah <laughs> reasons here it's either it's either garbage cans cannons or the ieds they dispose yeah, of we got a lot of opinions yeah but anyway something does because i'll wake up you know at a weird hour 3 a.m in, in your and, neighborhood and then i'll hear like these explosions i go i wonder if i was awakened by one of these explosions that i hear at night in tulsa and these neighborhoods that you that you live in target has to be the the garbage cans i guess so you know what well, you need to do. Tell me. I don't know how else to segue into this, but you well, ought to go get yourself a craft body scan. I want to be safe and make sure there's not explosions <laughs> going on. Also, want to be safe, Daniel. You get out. You get out ahead of your health, don't you, buddy? I don't mess around. I had an uncle that uh, was like 44, and uh, just one day just had a heart attack and didn't make it. And I was very close to him. Like it was a traumatic thing. Like yeah, my dad. It was heartbreaking. My dad was there with him, had to give him CPR and the whole nine. And ever since he died, he got, I go, well, I, this ain't going to happen to me, buddy. I'm going to stay ahead of my health. And so when I heard about craft body scan here in Tulsa, I said, this is exactly what I need. So what do they do? They take a picture of what's going on inside and they can catch things early for you. It's a non-invasive low dose scanner that can detect signs of silent killers like cancer, tumors, heart abnormalities, things like that. So you can act fast. So you can just, you can, 
instead of, you, you've heard people saying, like, well, we just got to cut them open and go see what's inside. Oh, no, 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 no. Not with craft body scan. They do, they do one of they these scans yeah. and see what's happening so you can get out ahead of stuff like this. See, we, I don't mess around, buddy. We all know that early detection is key in a lot of these situations, right? Like, if you catch it late, that's not as good. But if you catch it early, and right now, uh, $149, you can get a couple's heart and lung scan at craft body scan. So they'll, they'll look at both of you guys. And uh, if there's anything going on, you'll catch it early. How yeah, about that? Yeah, and what a great deal. And uh, we can get started right now, Daniel. Just go to craftbodyscan.com. That's craftbodyscan.com. It can save your life, Tug.